Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck. I'm a retired accountant turned truck driver. I have reduced my debt to zero in a short matter of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Debt reduction services. Do you need to use them or can you do it by yourself? There are two types of debt reduction services. One is a settlement services, which you go to, you pay a pretty good fee, usually a percent of the debt that they reduce. So you're not really saving any money. They didn't negotiate terms for you to get low interest rate and maybe you pay off a whole lot less. The time you pay that off and you pay their fees, are you really saving any money? I don't know. I've never used one. The other type of debt reduction service is a consolidation service where they give you a new loan to pay off all your, say, credit card debt at a lower rate of interest over a set number of years based on what you can afford to pay on a monthly basis. That's not really reducing your debt. It's only and many times extending your debt. Yes, you get a lower rate of interest, but that's not too hard when you're talking about credit cards. Credit cards has interest rates somewhere between 15 to 22% or higher, depending on your credit score. Or the other option is do it yourself. Many times you can do it yourself. If you go to either of those services, one, you're going to have to pay their fees, and two, you're going to have to do the same thing anyway. You have to organize all your debt and know what are they going to help you with. So you got to accumulate your payments or your information on all your credit cards, get all your monthly statements together for each credit card, get all your loan information together for each loan, your auto loans, any personal loans, your mortgage, your line of credit on your home, all that. You have to organize all that if you do it yourself or if you use a service. How's the service going to know what you owe if you don't tell them? Pretty basic. In my show notes, I have a worksheet, a PDF worksheet. I have a link to it. Financial Education Budgeting Debt Reduction Plan.pdf. I got a link in there. Go to my show notes and get the link. It's a PDF. It tells you what to do and how to do it. You have one page for each debt you have. It shows your rate of interest, your balance, your payments, the whole nine yards. And also in the description up above tells you how to organize them. You're most likely going to need more than one page per creditor or credit card because you're not going to be able to pay them off in three or four payments like the statement has. But this is basically set up to help you organize your debt. So if you start out doing that, you'll get your debt under control. You'll get to see what your debt really is and get a better understanding how bad off or how good off you may be concerning getting your debt under control. I have another link in there that is a app or 
software that you can use to help get your debt under control. Most of them you have to pay. They have a free trial period most likely because it says they got a free version. But the version is usually a trial period, 30 or 60 days or something like that. And then you got to pay for it. Beware of that. Don't sign up for a free trial for something and use all that time and effort to put the information in and then quit using it 60 or 30 days later. That'd be a waste of your time. I recommend writing it down. The PDF link can help you get organized and everything. You need to know the name of the creditor, the unpaid balance, the rate of interest, and the payment date. When's it due? Once you have that together, then can organize them in some way. But the first thing you got to do, if you're really serious about getting on a debt reduction plan, I assume that you did a personal financial plan. You set your goals and maybe one of your goals is to pay off your credit cards. Then you'd list your debt. Maybe you already have it organized. Maybe you know that you got three credit cards, two car loans, a personal loan, a first mortgage, and a line of credit. Maybe you know what your debt is. It's just a matter of getting a little bit more information together on your debt reduction plan because the more information you know, the more you have it together, the easier it becomes. Once you get that together, you get a very good picture of what you're into or how bad off your debt situation really is, then the next step is quit creating new debt. Stop using your credit cards. Stop borrowing more money. You're just burying yourself deeper and deeper and deeper. And if you're not making payments, you, the second step is to Make the minimum payment when it's due. Make your payments on time every month and make sure it's the minimum payment. Why are you only making the minimum payment? How are you going to ever get your debt paid down if you just keep making the minimum payment? Answer to that question is you're going to set up an emergency fund. An emergency fund, a savings account where you put a amount of money in, at least $500, $1,000 would be better, and you build that up first. Why? You use your emergency fund in case something happens. You blow a tire, and you need to buy a tire for your car. Then you have the money in your savings, and you transfer it to your checking, and you pay for it. You're not creating new debt for that emergency. Then if that happens, then you rebuild up that emergency fund, get it back up to the $500 or $1,000. I prefer $1,000 or more. And you keep doing that so that you can just live off the money that you're making. You're not using credit cards and you have the money to pay for the things you need plus to pay off your loans and debt, the minimum payment. Anything that you're not spending, you're putting into the savings account. How much do you put in your savings account? Well, that's where you need a budget. A budget, take and keep track of your income that's coming in 
every month. I would do it on a monthly basis to get started. So if you're getting paid weekly, show the total of all your net pay. If your paycheck is different week to week, if it's never the same, go back over the last 30 days, add them up, divide it by four. That's an average that get you close. And as the paychecks come in, you keep updating it until you have the correct amount in there that you got that month. Then you list all your payments. I start with housing. I put in housing. You'd be utilities, maintenance, upkeep, then go to transportation, be gasoline, oil change, and maintenance on your car. Then go to food, would be groceries, restaurants, eating out, etc. Go to entertainment, that'd be going to movies, anything you do for entertainment. Then list debt, all your monthly payments. List that in, how much you pay every month. List that down. And then after that, insurance. Do you have any insurance payments or do in addition to what may be paying your homeowner insurance through your mortgage? Do not include that insurance. Again, it's already accounted for. But say car insurance might be due that particular month. Maybe you pay your car insurance on a monthly basis. I don't know. I pay my semi-annual twice a year. Once you got that done, you take your income, you subtract out all your everything you got to pay. And if it comes to a negative number, you're in trouble. You're spending more money than you're making. You need to trim back on something. Trim back on entertainment. Trim back on some of your utilities. Set your thermostat. If it's summertime and you run the AC, set it at a higher level so the AC runs less. If it's wintertime and you're heating, set it at a lower level so that you're heating a little bit less. Every little bit will help. It all adds up over time. So if you can cut back a half a percent here and there, it's going to all add up. I know it sounds stupid and ridiculous, but you got to do it. If you're serious about your debt reduction, these are the things you got to do. So once you got that done, if you got a negative amount in your budget after you got it set up, then you need to start trimming back wherever you can to get that to a positive number. Once you have a positive number, that's the amount of money that goes into your savings account so that your income for the month, less your expenses for the month, comes out, say, $500 still remaining, $500 to savings comes to zero. So you're making your savings a part of your budget in reality. And that's how you can determine how much you put into your savings and then transfer that money from your checking account into your savings account at least once a month. If you have a good idea and everything is fairly stable month to month, you have to do this every month and keep updating it. Because as you trim back things, Maybe you have cable TV. Maybe you got five different streaming services. You can maybe cut out some of that. Cut out the cable TV and use all streaming services. Maybe reduce your streaming services to one or two, the ones you watch the most. Maybe you have children. 
So you have a streaming service that your children watch, and that's going to change over time as they get older. So you got to keep up on this. So as you go through and you cut out things, then you need to go through the second round and look how to reduce things. Maybe you have a cell phone service that you maybe can cut back there by getting a new plan. I always called my current provider first and see if they had a better plan for my situation. If not, then you go to their competitors and see what you can find a better plan. A lot of times these plans are short term, maybe six months, maybe a year, and you save $20 a month. 20 times 12 is $240. It all adds up. That's extra money you can put into your savings account. That's extra money you can build up your emergency fund, which in in reality, you're going to be reducing your debt a little bit faster because you have less paying these monthly expenses, which then can go into your savings, which is step one, build your emergency fund. You're going to quit creating new debt, quit using credit cards. Now, when I say quit using credit cards, I don't mean to cancel them. I don't mean to cut them up, just take them out of your wallet and quit using. Save one of them when you get it to a zero balance for your extreme emergency. If you go go and something really big happens, really expensive is what I'm referring to, happens and you don't have enough money, that $1,000 in your savings account is not enough to cover it. Well, you use that $1,000 first and then you have that one credit card with a zero balance that you use and then you pay it off. That comes first in line. You pay off as soon as possible. I recommend that at least for one, when you're just getting started, that first credit card is you select the one that has the lowest balance. That way you'll have a credit card with a zero balance. And you want to get that to happen as soon as possible. So when do you start? If you don't have any emergencies, that's great. You build it up. You have $1,000. You're doing good. You keep doing the same thing and you build it up until you have $2,000, $3,000 in there. The, the bigger the amount that you build it, the bigger the emergency fund you have for that period of time. If you can get it up to $3,000, if something bad would happen and you have $2,800 in there, you have more money to use for your emergency. Once you hit the 3000 and it's looking like you got no big expenses coming up, you have no real estate tax or taxes or anything coming due where you need more than what your income is for the month, then you take that excess, that $2,000 that you have extra in your savings accounts, not really extra, and you're going to apply it to your lowest balance credit card first. When that gets to zero, if you still have money left, apply it to your highest interest rate credit card or loan. Second, then after that, you got a credit card with a zero balance. You're going to be paying off all your credit cards and all your loans on based on what has the highest rate of interest. And you're going to pay the highest rate of interest off first. 
and then you're going to pay the next one off and you work your way down. Your lowest rate of interest loan or debt is the last thing you are going to pay off. So in a nutshell, you got to stop creating. You, you need a budget because you need a budget. You need to know how much is going out and how much money you got you can put into your savings account. You need to make a list of all your debt and put it in order by the highest rate of interest on top, the lowest rate of interest on bottom. Find the one with the lowest balance due, put that one on top. Quit using your credit cards. Stop creating new debt and get that savings account set up and start putting money in there. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you listen to this podcast using an Apple podcast app, please rate and review this podcast. If you don't know how to rate and review within the Apple Podcasts app, do a search, even if you're already at Reduced Debt, Increased Wealth. You do a search. When the search is done, you click on Reduced Debt, Increased Wealth. You then scroll down through the episodes and towards the bottom, you'll see Write a Review. You can rate the stars. If you click on Write a Review, you can write your comments and then click on the number of stars you wish to select. Paying for a debt consolidation service or a debt cancellation service should be used only at the last resort. The last resort before going and doing a bankruptcy. You can't do a bankruptcy unless you've worked with a counselor of some sort, a credit counselor. So if you're looking at bankruptcy, you need to use a credit counselor. If you got a credit counselor, they're going to be either a debt cancellation service to help you reduce your debt or a debt consolidation service. Both of them are going to charge you a fee and the fees are going to add up. It can be very expensive. And of course, legal fees are not cheap either. So if you do it yourself, because you're going to have to make a list of all your debt anyway to give it to your counselor. Why not put it in order? Why not you try to do it on your own, create yourself a budget, find out how much money that you really have month to month, and you do a budget every month. Now you can use a lot of the same numbers every month and just update them. Because a lot of things you're going to pay the same amount month in and month out. But when you update your monthly budget, you want to take out the things that, or reduce the items where you got a new plan or reduce your costs and take out the ones where you got them canceled. And keep doing that every month. So you might want to make a worksheet if you're good with a spreadsheet on the computer, set that up. January through December. Down the left side, you can roll it over, you can copy and paste, life is easy. Or you can manually do it. But do one every month, month in and month out. Year in and year out, it never stops. You gotta keep doing it. Because as your debt is being reduced, you're gonna be taking out 
a payment, which will increase the amount of money that you can put into your emergency fund or savings account. This is a domino effect. It's gonna start slow. It may take you six months or even a year to get that first credit card paid off. And then it might take you six months, four months to get the second one. Then it might be three months. Then it might be two months. Then maybe if you're really lucky, every two months you're paying off a credit card. You're paying down a bigger and bigger chunk of your debt. And at the end, that'll be monthly. At the very end, when you have no more debt to pay, you'll be amazed at how much money that you really earn and have. And you keep doing the budget. Keep track. The more money you make, the more important it is for you to keep track of your spending. Because, you know, oh, I make plenty of money. I can afford that. And you get yourself back in trouble again. I recommend that you keep your checking account. Keep track of it. Keep track of what's going through your checking account. Either you check, check register manually or use a computer program. I use Countabout. It's $9.95 a year. It's cheap. It works good. Keep it up to date. You can track your checking. You can track savings, multiple savings. You can track credit cards, multiple credit cards, and you know what you're spending. You got an eye. How much you owe on those credit cards. You can just look at one screen and see it all. Count about. Cheap. If you want to get a link for a 15-day free trial, go to my ReducedDebtIncreasedWealth.com website. Click on the like button, the heart, and it'll take you to that free trial page.